Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. On each show, we take a magic wish and try to come up with the perfect ironic cost. The idea is that knowing the wish's cost, it would still be a tough call whether you'd take the wish or not. Last week we had, you get super strength and the ability to fly, but every time you orgasm, you lose your powers for a week. Our Twitter poll showed 63% of you would accept this wish, and the Facebook discussion group had a tie. Scott Thoreau pointed out that if he took the wish, Sometimes he'd have sex, sometimes he'd have powers, so win-win. Right, I guess the reason I didn't take the wish was that every time that I would have been able to save someone, but couldn't because I'd taken some personal time earlier this week, that guilt would really weigh on me. For this week, we have something for the bibliophile among you. Reddit user Lexi Rubin wished to have a library with every book in the world. I sit down with Michael Monjardi and Cody Crane, to figure this wish out, and we leave no page unturned. And we got a wish coming in for those of you who are classy and like rich mahogany and leather-bound things, but first let's meet who we're breaking it down with. We have Cody Crane. hey And Michael Monjardi. Hello. And the wish <laughs> we're talking about today is to have a library with every book in the world. And we have to come up with a cost for that. Uh, let's start with Cody this time. Cody, what do you think would be a good cost for that? A good cost for having every single book is um, you <laughs> no internet. You couldn't find the books on the internet. Sorry, You could still search other things. What can you use? You can use social medias only. Okay, so you have you have a library. Well, I think for reasonable reasons, we'll need to have it like attached to your like a magic door in your house so that you don't actually have to have that much land because otherwise you just couldn't own a library that big, right? Yes. So it's like a, a pocket library in your it, house. And it takes up the physical space. So like every book in the world in every language, you know, is a lot of books. Like, yeah. That would have to be massive. Like, yeah. That's like the size of, like, how do you find anything even? So that's what, that's why I want to go to the middle ground here where like, it doesn't take up that, you don't have to own that much land or have that in your physical house. So it's like a magic door you go to, to get to the library in your house. Mm-hmm. But then once you're in there, yeah, you still have to search it as though it's that big. Hopefully yeah. it's sorted by the Dewey Decimal. Uh, which I, I've heard helps. Oh, I know me and I will not resort it. <laughs> if it comes sorted, it's not going to stay that way. No, no, you just, no, no carts putting things back on the stacks. <laughs> no, what, now I have a full-time job. You don't have a, like a nice like robot librarian to like resort everything. No, I think you have to sort through it yourself. Yeah. Oof. This oh. is a tough one for me. <laughs> I mean, you could just always put it back where you found it. It already seems like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I got to run a library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of there, it's open to the public. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, it's personal. It's no one. No one else is coming in there, moving books around on you. You know what? Instead of the no internet, because that's like a lot easier to organize. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that you have this library, uh, but it's open to the public. So I mean, the work is has to be put in. 
Ooh. I mean, that's a great gift to the world to have. Yeah, but you have to think about if you want to dig on that responsibility right. at this point in your life. Hey, right, because it's you... a secret door in your house, but you still have to go through your house to get there. Like, just think there's books that have been lost in time, books that are gone, you know, uh, books like that are so rare. They're all there. So you could, there's a business model here for sure. You could sell them. You could sell them. No, but you could just, <laughs> I think you, you can't sell library. them because it said library. So you can't sell yeah. the books there. You can it's my library. I can do what I want. You can borrow them out and they can get photocopied, but you but have to put I them own back. it. You have control of it. But I think it's, if it's a library, you can't just take all the books out and sell them. I, that would be a dumb way to run the wish. I have a library and I just sell all the books and I'm a millionaire. What then if, why do you just wish for money? What if I find out that there's oil underneath and I uh, sell this magical library to an oil tycoon? Ah, that, Can I that, do that? I mean, I'm going to say no. Because <laughs> it's a magic library. It's in a magic space. There's no oil under magic. We don't know. Unless we check. Unless we drill. Unless we drill through this magic library. There's no possible bad consequences of that. Yeah, there could be anything under there. Might be really good. Yeah, it might be amazing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead say there's no oil under the library. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one rule. I mean, <laughs> this is your podcast. You, you know, you can make those calls. I mean, it would sully the books if they got covered in oil, right? We don't yeah. want to ruin those. But books. it doesn't mean that you're going to have oil spurting out if there's oil under it. So the, the, unless the, you drill it, the door takes you magically to the library. But does the library exist on planet Earth somewhere? I think it's like a pocket dimension, so it's like a so safe the, other space. So yeah. somewhere else, you don't. Yeah, okay. Because again, then you if you had that big of a library just sticking out in your backyard. But like it could be just on an island somewhere in the middle of the Pacific and then the door port, like oh, transports portals you there. there. Yeah. Let's let's keep it safe. Let's keep it yeah. safe in a pocket dimension. Yeah, just pocket so dimension. so like it doesn't that. get, you know, invaded. Yeah. And yeah. you have it. If there's oil under they, we don't want there to be oil under this island, so if we don't want to get invaded. But is there any kind of if you dig under the library and you get to the earth or whatever Maybe is it wraps it. around to the roof of the library. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it's try. like it is just this library is floating in space and outside of the library is... It's just It just yeah. wraps around to that library again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So cool. I'm still le- leaning towards it's open to the public, but okay. now I'm thinking that maybe there's always someone after you like Samuel Jackson and Jumper. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, the, a timely reference of yeah, a movie yeah. that we that is a cultural touchstone That's yeah. that we all know intricately. Yeah, this podcast, by the way, just for the listeners, was recorded in 2009. So. <laughs> yeah, and we just sponsored by Jumper. Yeah. <laughs> the Hayden Christensen? Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson? That's joint. The, that's the one. You yeah. know it. It's I do know it. Now. I did see it. I don't remember many details about it. Yeah, I remember that they were clearly trying to make it a franchise, and uh, 2018 now didn't work out. Did not work <laughs> yeah. out. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just the power to teleport was not enough powers for us to be interested in Hayden Christensen's acting. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll just stick to open with the public. <laughs> <laughs> but what is your negative? Oh, it's the, open with the public. Yeah. So you would have to oh. keep care of it and everything, but you're giving a big gift to the world, but you are fully responsible of yeah, this because it's yours. You could just like with the money you could make, because that's very valuable what you have. You could just hire employees to run it for you, hire a business manager. You could just like hire people and they would run this business for you and you could just live off of the profit. But like, okay. So I, I think the thing would be though, that like the door to this library is in your house. Yeah. 
So people would be trouncing through your house. Yeah, yeah. You have to let people through your house because it's a publicly available library. So what if they're keeping their shoes on? They could keep their shoes on. (laughs) They could keep their shoes on. They could lean over the stanchions. Like you get a new house and then and then but whatever house becomes the entrance to the library. Exactly. Like whatever house you move to, there's still an entrance to the library in it. Like it just shows up. One of the doors goes to the library. We're about a startup right now, so we would be trying to market this, trying to get the word out and everything. It's a slow process before you start making that big money to get that big house so that you don't have to deal with that anymore. But like you've got something that nobody else has. I feel like marketing that wouldn't be too hard. And then presumably if you're me, then you're in an apartment. So then first off, I would have to buy that apartment. Yeah, because if, if everyone has to take up elevators, then your elevators are always jammed in your apartment building mm-hmm. and you can never take the elevator. I don't know if you guys have ever lived in a high rise apartment. Yeah. But that is a huge problem. Yeah, I live in a condo and yeah, that on the fourth floor and yeah, that just you, wouldn't Fourth work. floor? You would have to buzz people in all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be... I was just saying, fourth floor is not even a high floor. Like I've lived no. on like the 23rd floor and the wait times for the elevator get ridiculous on the way back down. Yeah. Because it just doesn't bother coming up to you. It would be unmanageable. And you'd yeah. almost have to always be home. Yeah, if you wanted. But like, again, couldn't you just... Couldn't the entrance to the library, couldn't you build something so that your living area is separate and then people could just kind of go through a hallway to the entrance to this door? If you got a big enough house, I guess. But I mean, like houses are houses. Like it's going to, someone's going to be trouncing through. Someone's going to be leaning over the stanchions, as I said. But also public libraries don't charge money. Yeah, it's true. They're not a very lucrative model. But this is not a public library. It's open to the public and it's a library. So people but might... But it's not funded by the government. So this is this is your personal yeah. property. Yeah, it's my personal property. So I can do whatever I want, but I have to... You have to be kind of like relying on people looking for these books that they can't find in their public library already. You might make it so an exorbitantly expensive that it's only rich assholes who go through your house. Yeah. Looking for their fancy books and like scholarly professors. And, and then making fun of my apartment. Oh, they will they will trash you the whole way through. Oh. Mm. So this is where you live. Interesting. <laughs> A magic show me the, show yeah. me the magic door. So this is the man with access to every book in the world. This schlub. <laughs> All <of> these. <laughs> if you've ever been to Cody's house, it's just wall to wall Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll like so, still at toys, huh? <laughs> Another thing too is if you have access to every book in the world, all these people coming in will assume that you will have they'll assume you're well read mm-hmm. and it'll be extra embarrassing that you aren't. So I assume you've read Toy Story. Okay, now you're attacking me because <laughs> I'm not well read. How do you know this? <laughs> I'm just saying like to the level of well read you should be when you have every book. Everyone's got yeah. every amount of well read is going to seem insufficient yeah, i think it's safe to say you're not that well read not uh, to that degree yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, none of us are uh, i but, read everything they made me read to get an english degree but nothing else <laughs> i read everything like, they made me read to graduate high school but you never read anything past that i mean i've read for fun some other things but like there's big holes in my reading oh. i read ready player one so yeah I'm, so did i I'm so pretty, you know i'm i'm pretty well read, i haven't read that one so don't ask me about it <laughs> <laughs> but you saw the movie yeah <laughs> it's like that basically yeah. <laughs> but, a, but a book yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> except that the book sucks less if i knew more about the movie versions of everything <laughs> that might work <laughs> you're, just, you're, you're oh. very well movied yeah yeah uh, I think they'll still make funny. These all these rich assholes walking through oh, house yeah. gonna make funny. Uh, yeah. Turn their nose up to film. I used to have an encyclopedia collection. Oh, oh yeah? yeah, me too. Problem with those was you lost one letter and then you lost 
a letter's worth of knowledge of the world. <laughs> yeah. But how do you lose a book? Especially <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't big. know. I was reading tea. <laughs> and, and then, and then uh, it was gone. Yeah. I swear, I put it on the counter there. And then uh, when I went to get a drink, it's gone. Oh, my God. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in my house? I'm making fun of your library. <laughs> but, you, yeah, you could meet some uh, celebrities that would want to come see it, too. Yeah, so that's a perk to it. Yeah. This is a side perk. Yeah, because we, we wanted the perk to be that you get all these books. But someone's going to be like, yeah, but I can use these books to meet some uh, celebrities, some at least people who are well-read. Again, it'll mo- be mostly academics and people who care about rare books. Yeah. But you, uh, like, whether you do- go with my jumper idea or if you go with my <laughs> open uh, library idea, Samuel Jackson's likely to be a both. He will show up in either. So <laughs> we're basically guaranteed with Cody, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good perk. Yeah. Uh, let's transition over to Mike. Mike, do you have an idea for your cost? Uh, yeah, I do. So um, you have uh, access to a library with every book in the world, uh, ex- and you can't watch movies or use the internet any use of internet at all yeah i guess any educational use of internet so you have to use the books as oh well. you have to use the books to learn anything so anything that you could get any knowledge you could get from a book then i guess you can't get it elsewhere and if you do start say you start uh reading something uh that would you know you start say you start watching a movie or something uh and then when you start watching it your eyes start to burn a little bit <laughs> so you know that it's happening uh, and you're like, oh, I got to stop because if you, and then if you keep doing it and you keep watching the movie, your eyeballs will just melt. So it's basically any other form of gaining knowledge or entertainment, right? So you could still yeah. go on like social media on your oh, Facebook. Yeah. You could still Porn sign hub, up. All that stuff. Yeah. Well, well n- no parodies though. No parodies. <laughs> yeah. No parodies. Yeah. No, because I have a strict no parody rule. No parody rule. Cause then Wait, you're not then, just watching Pornhub for the entertainment value. That was a long, awkward silence that I don't know how to respond to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it's entertainment. You follow the storylines. If you do the porn parodies, then you get spoilers for movies. So this wish would clearly take all those out. Mm, You can learn about the secret ending of Scooby-Doo when, of course, they all have sex, including, of course, Scooby-Doo. But the library does have every, for all movies, it has the junior novelization of the movies. (laughs) So, So you can enjoy movies and you can kind of be on the same page socially with people, but you have to take the time to read the junior novelization of that movie. So I, I'm not entirely, I know about the term novelization, but I don't know junior novelization. Is these like <laughs> specifically like sanitized versions of, yeah. of like major normally unsanitized films? Yeah, like it would be like, it would be, I, I just remember it from when I was like, uh, you know, like tween age. Okay. Where, yeah, they would have the junior novelization of movies where it would be, I think, sanitized a little bit and like probably simplified a little bit. Uh, you know, they were they were really small. Like they oh, for okay. sure didn't cover, you know, every single plot point. In the movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So it's that idea. I think it had pictures in it sometimes. Like there's a couple pages in the middle where there'd be like, uh, frames from the movie oh, okay <laughs> yeah but you would still get screenplays i guess yeah those normally yeah, do I get released those. as books yeah, yeah I'd buy those. so you could read the screenplay i mean that's less fun for action films which i'm a big action film fan yeah like he jumps and punches <laughs> the dude is less exciting than seeing the guy actually get punched he does a bunch of cool flips is like all it says in the stage directions mm. i want to see them flips yeah I, mean, I have the zero dark 30 screenplay Cool brag. <laughs> I mean, a brag. I put it beside my jumper DVD. Actually, that's, I do have a question. Is that the original screenplay or the released screenplay? Because didn't they make massive rewrites of that last minute? Um, it's it's the one that they added in to go. So I'm sure it would be like a re... The final yeah, theatrical the final release. Theatrical. Was uh, Chris Pratt in the 
um, screenplay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said Chris Pratt type <laughs> every time. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is the most Chris Pratt role that Chris Pratt has ever had. Oh, yeah. As the torturing CIA agent. But I did just think I can't watch Jumper anymore with Mike's idea. <laughs> Which is a big weight on me. Oh, no. No jumper. Yeah. It's, it's out. But you can read the junior novelization of it. so <laughs> Which, Which is, is probably e- pretty good. It's easier to follow, I assume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was not easy to follow what was yeah. going on there. <laughs> but it might make the movie better. All right. I'm going to move to mine then. So I'm going a slightly different route. Now I'm starting to think my price might be too soft. But I was just thinking that you have all the books in the world, but 1% of the pages are missing. Oh. Sort of scattered throughout all the books. So, yeah, if it's a 100-page book, you're only missing one page. One page. Not so bad, but, but it could bigger be, books, you're missing more. I mean, if it's the middle page of a book and you're trying to read a book, like, that's so frustrating. No. Like, it's, it's frustrating, just, it's but it's, it's you would pick, so you miss one page, you're missing two pages. Cause really, yeah. Back. It would be annoying if you're, like, watching a TV show or something, and, like, you walk away for a second and come back. It's like, yeah, you missed a little bit of dialogue, but, like, you can pick back up. Unless it's in I a key I disagree spot. strongly. I yeah. can't stand I, that. I don't like it either. Believe me, I rewind it, but it's, like, you know, you can figure out what's happened if you miss, like, you know, one page. It's not you can ideal. figure it out, but it like it just always weighs on my mind of oh, like something's I'm, missing. I'm a completionist. I, I'm the same exact way. Yeah. I gotta watch everything. If I fall asleep while watching a TV show, I need to go back to the episode, find the last joke that I that remember, remember, and then be like, okay, this is where I'm starting from. Uh, but but yeah, one page in a book, you'd probably be able to figure out. It, it is a, annoying, but. What if it's, it's like the twist? What it's if it's doable. the best That's page? The thing. It depends yeah. where it is, too. Yeah. If it's a mystery novel and it has the, the key clue to solve the mystery and you get to the end of the mystery, you're like, but I never knew that he had the red handkerchief. Like, if it was the last page... Oh boy, oh that's boy. that's a tough one. Yeah, one in a hundred chance that it could be. Yeah, if it's a hundred page book. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna happen. You know, sometimes. So sometimes. yeah, yeah. So that does suck. So how does it end? I don't, I don't know. That would yeah. drive me crazy too. I would always feel like I'm missing something. Like if you're reading ahead in the book, and even sometimes I'm like, did I? miss something here you know like did i not pay attention when i was reading a certain page and i have to go back to the chapter so if i'm missing that page i'm always going to be going through this book and thinking oh it must have been on that page i have no idea what they're talking about and it'll just discourage me from reading the rest yeah Yeah, i think we all have the same disease yeah Yeah. i'm the same way with that stuff i think tolkien would be fine odds are that page is him describing trees (laughs) yeah 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 there's definitely like more rambling books (laughs) where there's like a lot of description it's like yeah you can miss a page it'll be fine oh yeah even even the practical reference books though like imagine like the encyclopedia and the one page missing is the thing you're looking up yeah if it is but i guess there's only a one percent chance of that which is though i guess in mind you still have the internet so just go look it up on wikipedia and you're fine yeah oh yeah true yeah, yeah. i've seen some books with one page chapters that's yeah. a whole chapter you gone. can be a whole chapter gone or the first page sometimes is like it's the different thing it's like the the setup for what's about to happen they'll mm-hmm. tell you that in the start of the chapter and then the rest of it doesn't make sense without that context dictionary never learn those words you can't there's a lot of words that are just going to be out of your vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Every book in the world, that includes every version of every dictionary of Oxford, Merriam-Webster, all the different dictionaries. You just pick a different one until you find the what you're looking for. Yeah. You're probably good on reference books, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. I mean, storybooks, there probably won't be that many versions of them. 
Damn. But there's still like different printings and stuff where stuff yeah. maybe some stuff is slightly different edits and stuff. So you, I mean, I don't know if that's included, but but then you, know, you, you would to, always be able to find that missing content. Maybe you, you would not always, but often you would grab the book though, go to your bed, read it, and then realize the page is missing, and then you would have to go back in the library and go sort through all these shelves and shelves and shelves of unorganized books, which we've already established is a huge library. It's probably like a thirty-minute walk to find that book again. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like every book in the world. Like I think we're underestimating how much physical space that would take up. Like or, you must or need like a car. dimension space. Yeah. yeah. Like, but but physical space that you'd have to traverse. Like yeah. you would need some kind of a, a vehicle, I think, to get from one end to yeah. another. Uh, I'm guessing uh, forty acres. Sure. <laughs> Just throwing out a, a number in a unit we don't know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't. Your parents have that much land. Uh, they, they Forty have acres up north. Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah, we could we could put it on Cody's parents' we'll put it on Cody's uh, farm. Yeah. <laughs> so you get the library, but it has to be on Cody's land, and you have to convince him to let you in every time. <laughs> let me tell you, it's in the middle of nowhere. So his his price is making you watch Jumper every time you want to go into the library. <laughs> Every oh, that's a good place. If you had to watch Jumper every time you went into your library, yeah, you probably oh. just wouldn't go. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I think we've we've come up with three different costs. Let's let's run through them again. So, uh, Cody, your initial one was it's open to the public. Open to the public, yeah. So there's lots of people trouncing through your apartment or home. Exactly. You would have to be in charge of organizing it for the public and everything. So books are going to be taken that you might want. You have to worry about them bringing it in late or trying to steal it, tracking that down. Basically, a full-time job comes with it. A a full-time job and people are in your house. And Mike, uh, so yours was you lose the ability to basically get the information you can get in the library anywhere else. Yeah. So yeah, you can't get it from the internet, can't get it from like... Yeah, or for entertainment stuff, you can't watch movies. Uh, you do get a warning where your eyes start hurting, uh, and then uh, if you continue consuming that content, your eyes will melt. Oh, melt! Yeah. Straight up melting. Straight okay. up melt. Yeah. Can you finish a full movie before that? No, one? No. No, 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 no. Like it'll start, like a five-minute warning, get out so of the you room. know. And then if you're like, I, I'm going to keep doing it, then they'll just start melting. Does it reset the next day? Oh, here's the thing I got to worry about. So, what if you're in like a bar and they're playing a movie on one of the TVs in the bar you're in? And you're trying not to watch it, but like it's playing. You got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. Yeah. Because even if you're not watching it, you're hearing it and you might learn. Yeah. Like what I'm trying to do here is the only way you can really like learn. Is through reading. Is through reading. Yeah. I mean, it's great for the kids. The kids need to learn to read. Yeah. Read a book. Yeah. (laughs) But we're adults. We don't have to read books anymore. Yeah. We've moved past that. And then mine was, was 1% of all the pages are missing at random. You don't know which one it could be. It's really annoying. I'm already starting to think that mine is too light of a cost compared to yours, guys's. Yeah, I, I would agree. It, it would be very annoying, but I think you could work around it. Uh, it's still uh, worth enough. having it. It's like, oh, I might not use it, but I yeah. have it here. Again, but, it's the one that doesn't really go into the rest of your life at all. Yeah. So it's still mm-hmm. worth having it, even if you don't use it that much. Yeah. Could you just still buy, like if you wanted to re- read Hamlet, you could just go to Kohl's and buy Hamlet? Oh, yeah. I'm going to say you have to use your library for books. For books, yeah. For books, so that's least, just yeah. the overall. Yeah. Like, again, 
because again if you if you don't have to use your wish then it's not really a cost yeah so if you can go you get to have all the books but then if the one page bothers you you go and buy it yeah yeah that's really circumventing the whole purpose of this podcast (laughs) yeah really (laughs) so yeah that's that's the the smudge there is that you definitely have to use the library for any books well there's less and less bookstores these days so it's going to be harder and harder to get those books anyway especially once you flood the market you're putting bookstores out of business for sure exactly um so yeah i think i'm going to pass on my own even so unless you guys are really feeling strong about it i think that one's gonna be out of contention yeah cody's was good uh yeah it for for me uh, and this is maybe the discussion for the next portion of the thing but for me it's the the big negative is i would basically have to quit my current job and be a librarian (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah which is a pretty big negative yeah yeah is that something that you want to do is it It a good business though (laughs) too like you could make a lot of money you could make some money yeah yeah you could make good money from it there is a, that trade-off. Yeah. Do you currently make more than a librarian would? But this librarian, and I this think librarian, you, you could really position end. yourself uh, to to deliver like rare tomes that people like don't have access to. You have all of that. Yeah. Yeah. People would love that. People would pay for. There's. I'm sure there's documents in there that there's documents that people would pay big money for. That yeah. currently it's impossible. Like you'd have the Declaration of Independence in there. That's mm-hmm. a kind I of think a that book. one's easy to find though. Where? Where? Name one place where you could read that. Where they? they have a museum somewhere yeah. where they keep it. You, I know that was I a think, bad example. <laughs> you the, I mean, we uh, can go back to Dead Sea Scrolls. Dead Sea Scrolls, like the Rosetta uh, Stone. Yep. You know, I guess those things all count as books. Or all the yeah, a lot of the stuff that the Rosetta Stone was being used to try to translate. Yeah. You'd have and like you would you would be able to answer questions. Like presumably, it's all books ever, including books that have been lost forever in time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or at least as long as it was written down on book on, right? on paper of some kind uh, some sort of yeah paper or papyrus or yeah i'm gonna say no to tablets because we don't need a whole tablet section yeah, in this then, library it's already it's pretty big much bigger <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> you um, don't get the 10 commandments those are not included uh yeah so there is there is that trade-off you could really position it if you could do good for the world and make it a public library or you could start charging and start a business and uh really make some money because i feel like with yours me being, and I think that we're all majority film people. So I do enjoy my films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we enjoy films. So sacrificing that for books is. Oh, I guess we should probably include the last thing. So where's the stance on theater, live theater? Same as movies, I guess. Same yeah. as movies. So you start, Ooh, you sit true. down, you sit down in the theater, hanging out with your friends. Oh, we're having so much fun. As soon as the curtains open. Some dialogue starts happening. Your eyes start tingling. And you're like, I got to go, guys. Sorry, my, I'm going to melt. What about being a person that's in them, though? Are you allowed to be in them without your eyes melting? Oh, no. <laughs> no, oh, no. I think yours is too strong then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think mine might be too bad. Yeah. That would just like ruin my passion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I could see it like maybe applying to, oh, no, it can't, it's going to apply to scripted stuff even if you're in it. Yeah. Yeah, well, in, in both mine and Cody's, mm-hmm. we have to quit our job. We have to quit <laughs> yeah. our job. Yeah. But you could keep yours as a night job as long as you, you know, kept the library up nine to five. Yeah. yeah. Keep it open business hours. You would be reaching that goal of being able to hire someone. I think you could hit that goal pretty quickly. So, Hopefully. Yeah. So yeah. We're, I think we're going to, I think we're edging towards Cody's then. So yeah, I, it's, I am. it's open to the public and you have to run it. <laughs> oh my God. So like, people trouncing through your apartment and... The first year is going to be terrible. Yeah. But maybe even the first couple of years will be <laughs> terrible. But once you start getting to that profit, then 
you don't have to worry it anymore, and it'd be more of an investment kind of thing. I think in the long term, it would it would pan out. You'd have to really screw up pretty bad to not be able to turn that into a profitable business. The fact that you have documents that no one else in the world has that mm. that could answer questions uh, uh, that historians would have like had to, have, would love to know, and that like no, know, I guess a big no, part of your job would be though finding them right because we said they're sorted but so many questions for you so many people asking questions but you are doing something for society as well yes yeah so there's a good you do feel good about your work Mm -hmm. which is better than a lot of the jobs that i work now like there's a lot of jobs when i hand out free samples of cookies to people in the street (laughs) you don't feel good about that i don't feel good about that (laughs) it's like let me help you with that diabetes (laughs) well like you could i have access to everything in the world uh and i let in one person into my library at a time and it costs $1,000 per entry. It's like you're profiting first day. As soon as someone's like, yep, I want that. You're already turning a profit. You can start hiring employees. You can just sit back and have your magic pocket dimension library make you all the money you can imagine. Is it in my bedroom though? Like am I trying to sleep? Oh, I don't know. Well, nine to five, yeah. Well, I'm thinking about my apartment. It's a four-bedroom. There's not a lot of places for me to sleep other than that. It's going to disturb my roommates, so I'm going to have to cut them in. But maybe they'll work for me. There's there's a lot of secondary <laughs> questions here, yeah, <laughs> about how you how you choose to run your library once you have it. Yeah, it's going to have to be in an uh, awkward place, but you can probably have it open nine to five, so people aren't coming in unless you just try to sleep in. Mm-hmm. But that'd be hard for me. I sleep awkward hours. But maybe if I had a nine to five working as a librarian, I'd get past that. Yeah, you wouldn't sleep awkward hours anymore. All right, let's let's give it a try, guys. Let's go to the vote. So, Cody, would you take your own wish? No. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately no? Here's why I'm not going to do it, okay? Because being a librarian, even though it's like, yeah, like I'm going to make the money from it down the line or whatever, it's just not what I want to do. So I would much rather be like carrying on what I'm doing now and moving with that momentum than like putting it on hold to run a fucking library. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And having to sort books and everything. Like, I don't know. We didn't talk about the smell, but there's gotta be a musty book smell. It's a musty book smell, yeah. No, if you're in the library. When you're in it. When you're in it, but you're also in four we agreed forty acres of library. Yeah, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Yeah, we all agreed. Forty acres was the best smell we could come up with. That was a unanimous guesstimate. (laughs) Yeah. And I hate that musty book smell too. But I I can see it being helpful. And I would just be hoping that someone else would do it. But it's got to be you. You own it. Yeah, this has to be you. Yeah, you're maybe the one. It's, maybe it's like you have to let people in. Like you're the only one who could open the door and let people in or something. So that you still have to be involved. So you can never get to the point where you can leave the library entirely. I mean, like I can see a lot of people like having a good time with that. You know, like this is your new thing, you know, library. And you can be fulfilled by helping people. But I don't care about people. <laughs> I don't care if you're reading or not. I'll just let's ha- let's keep both those stats as quotes from Cody Crane. <laughs> I don't care about people. I don't care if you're reading or if not. If you're listening to this, I hate you. <laughs> I have my own small library and I'll lend you one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you need it. Cody has made his stance pretty yeah. secure. To any <laughs> listener here, just email me. I'll lend you a book. And has an alienated the audience. All right, great. <laughs> we'll move on to Mike then. You threw something out that... Uh, Seemed small, but then it totally changed everything for me. Really? Uh, because I have to disagree with Cody. Like, I'm, I, I feel like running this library 
you could be profitable like immediately. Just the fact that you have access to a pocket dimension, people will want to come and see that. And you could charge for it and then plus all the valuable information in there, you could be profitable immediately and then you could run people to do it. But if you always have, do I always, so you just said I always have to be there to open the door. I, have to I think present. just to let them in. Yeah. I can't hire someone to do that. I feel like that does like, again, it becomes you own this asset that you can just step away from. And then that kind of sullies yeah. the, the get point of getting the wish again. Right. So like, I feel like they can get out on their own, but you have to let them in maybe. So you still would only have to show up. But I couldn't have like, I guess I could have business hours. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you I was thinking like, oh, hours. I would have to be there all the time, but no, no, that's not true. You could have business hours. Yeah. You've got a, a good enough commodity that you can sh- set some terms. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. The, and it is such a huge commodity that I, I could be like, yeah, we're only open on Wednesdays. Yeah. And it's $5,000 entry. <laughs> uh, and then I just make like thousands of dollars a week uh, or whatever. You know, you could charge so much because the people that would be coming would be like, professors or or people like historians or something trying to find documents so i was like they'd be willing to pay anything for that they so, will all diss your house on the way through though let's let's not forget that important detail of this wish they will do what diss your house make fun of you your that's living fine. conditions that's fine I'm, I'm proud of where i live okay i think i, I, think I have a nice house you, so. you have a narrow, very nice house but you do have to be buzzing these people in yeah but that's this is the thing this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna say yes to the wish but i'm only gonna be open like one day a week to start mm. okay so that'll be my one day a week job and the rest of the week is fine. It's off. Oh, you're like a pop-up bookstore. I'm Yeah, I'm a pop-up bookstore. You definitely can't get away with less than that because if the cost is that it's open to the public, you definitely have to get let them in at least once a week. You can't ever take a whole week off because that's the whole cost, right? Yeah. Oh, it's, it says it's open to the public in the thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. I, I could do one or two days a week and then once I get a little bit of cash flow, I can start hiring more people to do the work and uh, just got to be there to open the door. I'd say I'm a little worried that this has turned into, do I want to own a business? <laughs> do I want to own a library? Um, but uh, I think I'm going to take that financial investment as well. I feel like we may have moved a little off topic, but... Yeah, sorry about that. That's no, where my brain goes. That's where the brain went. And yeah. that's that's a fair way to try to interpret these wishes. We have to break them down. Yeah. Uh, I think I would take that deal too. Yeah, if I could set some reasonable hours, uh, make some money off it. I I would be curious about some of those rare books as well yeah i'd read a couple of them i read less than i should but maybe if books were easy to get at maybe i would i don't know maybe. let's let's be optimistic let's say that i would be a better reader if i could plus think about all the playboys you got in there so many I wouldn't, I wouldn't even need the internet anymore <laughs> uh, so yeah i think i'll try taking it as well all right so we've got cody saying uh, no way he wants to keep his current lifestyle mike is on board and i'm giving it a go as well as a librarian what about you, audience? Would you take this wish? And are there any other wishes you'd like to see us break down? Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod. Email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com. Join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook. And remember to write a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. For all this information, visit breakawish.ca. Michael Monjardi and Cody Crane are both part of the Sonar Network. Cody's podcast is called Spooked, and Michael has a podcast called That's How I Remember It. This is a Kicks and Giggles entertainment production, hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. For more podcasts, visit thesonarnetwork.com. Before we go, some wishes don't take a whole episode to figure out. I call these summary judgments. 
Sundance Nagriol wished for peace of mind and tranquility for all. I think if everyone had peace of mind and tranquility, they would lose their ambition. Oh, it would be like the planet Miranda from the Firefly feature-length film Serenity. Anyone else love that movie? So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! So, you just got done listening to the new episode of this podcast, and now you're looking for another one to get into. I know what you're thinking, but Cody, the new podcast I want to get into is an improvised comedy with a horror theme. Well, guess what, little podcast fiend? You're barking up the right alley, because I'm one of the hosts of Spooked, the improvised scary story podcast where it's never scary and sometimes a story. Now you're thinking, wow, that sounds awesome, but where do I find that? Well, the same place you found this one, thesonarnetwork.com. You click on it, you listen, and get ready to get spooked.